Good evening. Good evening. All right, so we're going to actually finish this bonus tonight. Uh, and next week, I'm still deciding. I've, maybe I'm going to spawn in what to, to pick up after which topic. There's a few topics to do. I'm not sure which one I'm going to pick yet. So I'll, I'll be. Can we go? No. Uh, this is not a democracy. Uh, so, says Revolbot. Actually, I'm skipping one, which is about being misspoken about uh, Talmud study. Uh, it's less pertinent. So the next one is Maishra uh, Benu gets older, gets big, and he goes out and he looks. This is the beginning of Shmois, and he sees uh, the the. The travails of his brothers. Nasan, of course, very famous. Rashi, Nasan Enov, the Libo, Lias Meitzralehim. He put his eyes and his heart to see the pain of the Jewish people. Gambi Ba'armon. It could have been that Moshe Rabbeinu could have said he was in the palace of Paro. He could have felt the pain of his brothers, of all who yoitzalehem, but he went out specifically to see them. It says, There's no comparison. Seeing versus hearing. If you hear about somebody who's sick and you see it, there is absolutely no comparison. Actually, the great guy in Moshe Feinstein, I believe Yaakov Kamenetsky as well, during the Lebanon War in 1982, Moshe Feinstein, uh, first of all, and Yaakov Kamenetsky, uh, neither of them had televisions. They would waste their time on stupid television sh- sh- shows. Uh, they were too busy advising tens and tens of thousands of people, learning Torah, teaching Torah, doing productive things. But when the Lebanon War happened, they specifically asked to watch a little bit because when you hear about a war, mm-hmm. you know, out of curiosity, did any of you see the my invocation? It was on the email. Did any of you see it? I tried to, I tried to see it and it said link not available. It's on the bulletin. It's about several hundred people have seen it. It's on more than one site. So if you click on the bulletin or email me, I'll give you the link. So one of the things I spoke about um, is about the Holocaust. I mean, you, you, there's a difference of just hearing something and seeing something, right? There's a difference. If you know, if you see the Holocaust, you're much more moved than you don't, right? When you when you when you hear about somebody sick, anyone who's ever been in the ICU, right? It's they can't compare to hearing about somebody who's ill, and to say to seeing the, the situation. Um, you know, we, we, is it, so when Moshe Rabbeinu who could have said, "Listen, I, I know my brothers are suffering. I heard about it," but he went out specifically to see it. Likewise, Bamacham Samalik, right? Moshe Rabbeinu's Allah Rish Hagiva, Hispalo Sham Al Yisrael. He went to pray there for the Jewish people. Gam Sham Hayachal Hispalo Alehim Avahu Oila Dafkal Hagiva. He went to the hill to the Jewish people. Of course, everyone knows this. As I said a couple weeks ago, he raised his hands. When he raised his hands, all the Jewish people looked up to Shemayim and Tavim, but he also, Moshe also went there so he should see the battle. Because he could pray for them, says Revolba, in his tent. He knew they were fighting Amalek. 
But when you're watching Jewish lives on the line, when you're going ahead and watching it, it's a different thing. So the guy, he, would, he went to Ra Samachama. Kitzfila. When you, when you pray, when it's, uh, you actually see something, it's, that prayer comes from the depths of a, of a heart. Moshe Rabbeinu, by the way, was the one who saved the entire Jewish people. He was capable of davening pretty strongly, right? For 40 days and 40 nights, he davened from one to one. When, when were the 40 days he davened for the Jewish people to save them? From one to one? <coughs> Not a hard question. When did Moshe Rabbeinu daven for the Jewish people? From Rosh Elul? Until Yom Kippur, right? Those were the 40 days where he davened and saved all of the Jewish people from destruction. He was capable of davening, okay? But he went out as he saw Harvey to see, and to, then not just to pray in his tent. He knew they were fighting, but he wanted to see it. He wanted to think about it, what it means that they're fighting, what it means that they're out, what they're out there. Mikan, Cesar Volba, Mikan, Mikan, Binyan av lechol inyane ben adam lechavero. From here we can learn everything ben adam lechavero. Every aspect of how we should think about helping our fellow fellow brothers and sisters. Lishmaya merachok. When you hear something, merachok mitzaraso shel chaver. You hear your friends not doing well in some way. Eliyish leleches leroiso. You should go ahead and specifically to, to, to see him, to help them. To put your heart into it. When you, when you, when you hear something, you, it's one thing. When you, when you see it, when you're able to focus on it, you're able to much more... By the way, simchas as well, right? When you're at a bris, right? You're able to enjoy the simcha. You know, I, I have had the good fortune to marry off... At this point, quite a number of people, um, and and I've had. Uh, I'll, I'll give an example. I, you know, I'm very close to the case. There were twins. One I was able to be at the wedding and I married him off. The other was impossible for me. Essentially impossible. My, I don't think my wife would let me leave right before Pesach. I can't sell the chametz. And I wasn't no gaya, so I couldn't be at that wedding. Don't you? Th- and I and I don't think I care about either of those twins more than the other. But when you not because I married him off, but because I was at the wedding, you feel the wedding more. I was happy for both of them. But when you're at the wedding, you're dancing, or you're, or you're there, even, even if you're not there. Right? One aspect, I must say, if I would be close to somebody, it's nice to see the wedding on some form of video. Right? It's because why, why is it nice? Not because you're a yente and you want to see what, she, what dress she's wearing, or you want to see... You want to share in the joy. You want to share in the joy. Right? Uh, you, you want to share in the joy. Because when you see something, you're able to feel it more. Now, if you, and he says, this is, when you're talking about pain, it's an unbelievable thing. He says, you want to know from the foundations of why we visit the sick and comfort the mourners? Now, of course, the main focus is them. But, when you're there with them, you can feel their pain. When you visit the sick, right? When you visit the sick, and you see a person in pain, I'll never forget. Um, I will not say who this person was. That someone told me I was not well, and I went to the hospital. I was like, 
I went to the hospital, and when I saw this person shaking in pain, <laughs> it was much different, okay? You feel the pain of a person when you see them in pain. When you feel the pain of a person when you're in a house of mourning, and you see the pain that they're in in the house of mourning. So it says Revolba, it's the idea of going out is to be able to feel, to mis- and feel, by the way, it's like we've been talking about Hesponus is, let me just go back to how we started Hesponus. When you, have a, when you have a profile of a shidduch, okay, and you have a bunch of facts, it's much different. Actually, somebody called me about uh, one of the boys in the show today. It's an amazing thing. Like she gets a profile, and she starts assuming something based on a profile. Right? A lot of assumptions based on a profile. Because when you see a profile, you don't know the person. So, you know, I, I said, no, no, that's not true. No, 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 that's not true. Right? Because you ne- I know this person, and she doesn't. So when you, when you meet a person for five minutes, you're able to see them, feel them, understand them, right? So the same thing is when you're in a, in a shiva house or you're in the hospital or you're at a wedding or you're at a bris, you're able to join the simcha or feel the pain. Um, it's a different prayer when you pray for somebody you heard is sick. And when you're in the ICU and you see somebody on their deathbed, right? There's no comparison about hearing about something and seeing it. Says Revolba, you ask advice. To help a person spiritually or physically. It's very often, it's a different question. You know, somebody told me they send their questions to Israel, they they were sending it to a gadol. Now, it's very different than when you're in the room with them and you're asking the question. There's a different vibe. You can feel it. You know, when you get somebody, I get emailed questions all the time. I get, you know, um... I get, you know, someone from eBay, eSpace has been emailing me a lot of questions recently. Uh, so sometimes I get these email questions and I just call the person up. I said, listen, I want to feel you out over here, right? Because why, why is that important? Because I need to understand the pulse of the person. I can't... No, what's not even the context? I want to hear how the person asks the question. Sometimes you're correct. It's the, it's the context. Sometimes I want to feel how you're asking the question. Like where, where your heart really is in the matter. Right, where, what really makes you tick in the matter? It's very different in real life. There's a human being asking a, a human question versus a, an, a, 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 a just an email and seeing some kind of question. It's, you know, by the way, thank you. It, it, it's 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 not just me. He, what he's saying is that when you ask the question, you'll get a different answer. And also, okay. how you read it may be different than how the person. Meant it where the emphasis goes in the question. Certainly, so it's right. a different question. Right. Right. If a person asks me what's the bracha on an apple, right. it's pretty, pretty, you know, straightforward. Straightforward. Yeah. Or, or, or what needs tefillas kalim or blah blah blah. But when there's a human life question, there's a lot. There's a lot there beyond it. And he says there's a different question and answer when there's a person that's there, or you know the person, or you feel for the person. And this, by the way, he says, is very pertinent, very germane to how we act kind to other people. 
and to be nice of all mechaver. Laman Hashlamas Indian his spiness, Anu Chayzer Malay Alayim Khan. The Nick becomes on. We should person think is Nishtaldo Bechol Yom. He says obviously we're not going to be able to visit every house of mourning. You're not being able to call uh, to, to to be at everything. By the way, obviously if you can call a person to the extent you can call, right? A person has a simcha. Or it's a spiritus. If you have, you know, it's, I remember one of my teachers told me um, he had students from years ago, and like you know, you, you never you don't follow up. This is like how life goes. You probably as a teacher has had this experience, right? Um, <laughs> sometimes people ask me to daven. I never feel hear, hear what happens. I don't get the ending, right? It's like. Uh, you don't get the ending. So, so when you know a situation, you know the best is to call a person to share something. Like someone gets better, tell them to get better. But, but, but also for everyone's responsibility is to, you know, if you hear somebody you know and you care about, even from five, ten years ago. My wife told me she shot shiva for her father. Uh, she had called some people who had not spoken to her for many years, and um, it was very touching that they called. And I'm positive there were people who probably also thought about my wife who also went to camp with her seminary many years earlier. But it's different when you call somebody or even email somebody. Um, and when you hear about someone and something, um, anyone by the way, just let me, I'm not, I, I want, I'm not trying to sell my invocation, but I, what, I, what I did speak about, um, and it was actually on, it was on they put it on Hidabrut right away. Um, actually, which is like a big Jewish website, because it's an important topic, is it's not enough to let something go in one ear and out the other ear. If you hear about somebody, you need to stop your life for a minute. You hear a simcha, you hear of a tragedy. Like, we're so not misspinning on real life. Now, I'm sure if you have a nephew, or God forbid, lose a nephew or a parent, so people... Tend, and if you know your personal life, people think about. But if somebody else has things, very often we don't think about. And I'm going to say something in particular, particularly people we haven't seen for a little bit. If it's in your face, you think about it. I have a question. If someone's your good friend for five, ten years, and you move on, they move on. I mean, and they, they're not sitting shiva. Why isn't that important to us? Are there? Marry that should be important to us. These are people we shared our lives with, you know. Or and even if you're not in touch with the person, you're not willing to call them. But to stop and think for a moment, you know, this was your roommate in college. You know, you remember her when she was whatever. And like, think about that person for a moment. Or if God forbid you hear a tragedy, even if you don't know a person. Um, one thing I said when I spoke. This is a true story. My wife's grandmother told me that when she was on a death march to Mauthausen, um, when she was on a death march to Mauthausen, they, they went through Vienna. They marched them through the middle of Vienna. And as they were marching, she saw lots of people drinking coffee calmly as these starving Jews marched by them. It didn't, they didn't blink. They didn't stop drinking for their coffee for a second. Now, we would say that's insane, right? You're walking, there's death, deadly people walking through the city, and you're drinking a coffee like nothing happens. Not us, but 
I'm sure we've seen people who can hear a tragedy, God forbid, in Israel, or, you know, or a simcha, just like for a millisecond they stop and then they just go on. It's like, it's like nothing happens. Just completely ignored. So his boyness, certainly for, for Klal Yisrael, for Jews, Moshe Rabbeinu could have stayed in his palace. By the way, his immediate family, Moshe Rabbeinu, were safe. Why were they safe? They're for the best shavit of Klal Yisrael. They're Levim. <laughs> right? They weren't slaves. Aaron was never a slave. His father was never a slave. They were Levim. Okay? And they're part of the Levite club. Um, <laughs> and the good DNA, what can we say, right? Uh, but, uh, but it's not a joke. It wasn't him, but he went out to see it. It means he left his own life. And today, why don't we mispone him for more than a few seconds? Is because we are so involved in our own lives. If you mispone in, to think, you know, I'm not going to, I spend that many times, like I was, you, know, you know, you look at the Jewish people today, just today, somebody asked me about somebody who was here on Shabbos, two people, oh, non-Jewish wives. Non-Jewish kids, right? It's like, it's people coming today. What about this, this? I mean, like, I, it, these are people coming to a show. you imagine what Hashem thinks when He looks at how many Yidin and Klal Yisrael? So the question is, do we, do we bother to think about it? Right? Should we misspoke it? So the, the, the key of chesed, real chesed, is to stop and think. That means to do acts of kindness, to feel the pain of others, is to be able to stop, to look, and to think. Because you know what? If you see a person who's struggling and crying, you know, there's, I, I don't, you know, uh, I have a box of tissues in the front of my desk in my office. And I have it there on purpose. I, I don't blow my nose that often. But I have mo- mostly ladies very often come to my office and they will cry about things which are sometimes painful, sometimes infertility, sometimes shalom bias, sometimes personal sickness, sometimes children, problems with children, in-laws, mother-in-laws, daughter-in-laws, once in a while father-in-laws, son-in-laws. But, uh, but, but here's the point. You know what? These ladies that are crying are really crying more than in my office, okay? And the only way we will see these people and be able to help these people uh, is if we're misplaced. If you see somebody and you look at them and they look a little bit sad today, that's challenging. You know, um, when you're a parent, probably the, the most painful thing is when your kid cries. Now, as a parent, in, in a normal day, you, you see a kid struggling or crying, it really it bothers you. And it makes you think. If, you know, when we look to relate to people who are struggling. A lot, of, you know, a lot of people are doing amazing. Most of the world is great and good, but most of us sometimes somewhere are going to struggle in life. And if you want to be able to help people and do chesed, you got to be misbinding. You know, you got to be able to think about other people and to look beyond yourself. Um, you know, the Belzer the, the current Belzer Rebbe is, is a tzaddik. And, you know, he rebuilt Bells. Uh, Bells today is the second largest Hasidic group in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, when he when he was became Rebbe at the age of 18 years old, uh, some almost 50 years ago, Bells had been destroyed uh, in the Holocaust. His uncle, who was Rebbe Bells, had no, his fam, all of his kids were killed. 
his father, who was the pelter of his brother, had passed away when he was a boy. So his uncle raised him, and he and, and this person's boy is eighteen. So this, his this the Belzer Rebbe had one son. Okay, so imagine all of Bells, the second largest Hasidic group. Anyone ever, anyone ever see the Bells or Shul in Yerushalayim? It's the biggest Shul in the world. But you can see it. You can't miss it. As you come in the one. It's like they call it the, the little base of English, right? The bells are base of English. It's massive. It's like an amazing thing. Um, you know, the, the bells are above. So you had one son. So means that all of the chassidus is going to go to this one son. And this one son, I believe it was his first son's bar mitzvah, happened. It was scheduled. He had tens of thousands of Hasidim coming to this bar mitzvah in Yerushalayim for the Belzer Rebbe's son. Because what does that mean? It's the, it's the continuum. It's the chain. It's the next link in the chain. And that chain was so close to being destroyed in the Holocaust. But all of Belz was almost completely annihilated. In fact, the Belzer Rebbe, the army Belz, the Nazis had, had him on his, their top ten wanted list in Poland, okay? They manhunted for him. And he got out, they shaved his beard, they hid him. He was called the Wonder Rebbe. In fact, there's a famous train that, uh, uh, that they, they, they put a picture about that they're going to go after the Bells of Rebbe. Um, so this is his, this is the, 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 the current Rebbe's uh, son's bar mitzvah, which is the continuum. It's a mamisha miracle. And that week, one of the terrible tragedies happened, I think it was about 10 years ago, uh, when the Merkaz Harav shooting happened. Right? The Merkaz Harav shooting. My sister lived near there at the time. Huh? My sister lived near there at the time. Right. And there's, they kill these yeshiva kids this, in, in the yeshiva. It was a terrible, terrible tragedy. You know, the Bells of Rabbi, I canceled half the, the celebrations. And he told Schasidim, it's not about me. You go, mates are like, you know, I want to send your own simcha to be thinking about other people. He went out, you know, and I hate to say it, there are many people who did not go to that funeral. I, I can't believe there's one Jew in Jerusalem who could not go to that funeral. Right? But when you hear it, saying, I know Rav Pesach Kron, he, 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 you know, pretty well, you know. He, he, go, he said he goes to shiva houses. Not, when he hears about a person, he goes to pay a shiva call. His brother, Rav Kalman Kron, just passed away. I want to tell you something about Rav Kalman Kron. Pesach Kron's younger brother was, 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 I was in Lakewood with him. He was like the yeshivish Kron of the family. You know, very yeshivish. And a tremendous Torah scholar who shots backwards and forwards. This Jew, this is amazing, this Jew was the essence of being misplained thinking about other people. I'll just tell you a few brief stories about Rabbi Kalman Kron, who passed away about six weeks ago. Rabbi Kalman Kron, first of all, on Tisha B'Av, I remember seeing him this. On Tisha B'av, he was the one in the afternoon who used to learn with all the kids, hundreds of kids. He would learn with these kids, tell them stories, the parents were fasting, you know, to be disciplined. It was like a small thing. He did that for years. But of Common Crone, I heard after the funeral a few amazing stories. Number one, Rabbi Common Crone got a list of all of the soldiers who died in Israeli wars and said Kaddish for them. He found out when they died, and he said Kaddish because he was concerned that many, a large percent of these soldiers never had someone saying Kaddish for them. So he said Kaddish for, for them. His brother Pesach Kron said that he found out from Kalman Kron 
that Kalman Krohn also said Kash for Albert Einstein. Because no one knew this by the way until the day he died. Because he thought, whosoever said Kash for Albert Einstein, you know what that means? Kalman Krohn is a Yid who's living in Lakewood, learning Shas. He started thinking that Israeli soldiers, why doesn't Israel worry about the Israeli soldiers in Kaddish? Why is it my responsibility? One day, his daughter tells him that six of her friends from, from high school, still in their mid 20s, they're older now, are still not married. Now, in the mid 20s in Lakewood, is like 100, 100. It's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not joking, by the way. This is like, it's, 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 it's serious stuff for these girls. They feel it's a big pressure for the good and the bad. Mostly good. It comes from a, 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 a true desire to want to get married and an appreciation that marriage is, is amazing. Obviously, if it, we have to realize how Kaddish Baruch runs the world and every person has their time and their place, but it comes from a very good place. Uncle Panim, the bottom line is, is because daughter tells him, listen to this, in the morning that six of her friends are still not married. That night he takes the red eye to Israel, goes and davens for these six friends, goes to Kama Gedalim to ask for brachas for these friends. He didn't even know who these girls are, just his daughter's friends. And then says to mention to his daughter when he gets back two days later, you know, tell your friends that I, I, I prayed for them. What that is, I mean, he's a busy man. He's doing all kinds of stuff. I, I mean, he's misspited. You know what, if it was my daughter that's not married, or if my, someone's knowing St. Kaddish for me, he, Albert Einstein, he has to worry about Albert Einstein. Is really, every Israeli soldier trying to figure out who, when they died to say Kaddish for them? But he was misspited. That's a person who thinks about other people. The essence of doing chesed is to think about others. Now, the last part of chesedness, I believe, by far, is the most important. And you talk about chesed. You know, chesed, chesed, there's a famous phrase, chesed starts in the home, home, right? If you do chesed for everyone but your, 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 your spouse, children, friends, you're missing the boat. You start with your own personal home, your own family. Your own, your own relatives. That's where chesed starts. Well, the most, the, your closest relative in the world is yourself. And the greatest hisponess you need in life, the greatest contemplation, is to know yourself and to help yourself. You know, we started hisponess. If you're a CEO of a company, you need to be able to think how to run the company. Right? If you're a CEO of yourself, you need to think, how am I going to be the most productive person in the world that can be? It's also the hardest experience. Very often in life, if you're seeing pictures of a person in a, in a bed crying in sickness or withering, or somebody crying about this, you feel for them, or you look, you look at them. But to truly be introspective very often, is to, not, not narcissistic, introspective, is very, very challenging. Um, to look into ourselves, to truly contemplate ourselves, Ulai, perhaps. <coughs> We've taught ourselves to be mislabid about other people. Yaakolina could look to turn to ourselves. So just like his bonus his bonus is not facts. Like again, if I'm saying about Shadak, I want to meet them, I want to see them, I want to feel them, I want the vibe. You know, if I want to if I want to really give somebody advice, I want the same th- I, I want that same thing. Um, got, there's a whole picture there that has to be felt and, and, and dealt with. Um, I, I, you know, people sometimes ask me, like, real-life questions. I would never, honestly, never, if someone would email me, Rabbi Levine, like, I got emailed 
I have a lot of lectures online. I get emailed often about different types of lectures that are online or called. I read I, I, I heard your history class or your halakha class. I have no problem answering that question. Somebody emails me the following question. I'm not sure whether to marry this girl or not. Should I marry her? I've never had that, I've never had that by the way. But if somebody would do that, I mean, I wouldn't be able to answer that question. I don't know who you are. I, I mean, I, I cannot answer a question. I have no idea who in the world you are. I have no pulse on you. Right? There's, there's something about knowing, a feeling, a situation. Right? I'm trying to decide if I should go to law school, medical school, or stay in Kolo. What should I do? I don't know who you are. By the way, if you go to, you know, people give advice all the time. This is a different question. You know, you have to have a whole feeling for a situation. Well, you know, to, to really be misplaining means the hearing, seeing, feeling, smelling, the whole, the whole picture, right? Remember we said, like, actually it's amazing. I was talking I met Chaim Roberts. Okay, he made his, his bonus twice. He's at my house for Shabbos lunch. I want you to know what he was talking about. A banana slug. He was <clears throat> teaching my kids about banana slugs. I couldn't believe it. Banana slugs. Like, he was, and I'm telling you, he was like a kid. He by was into it. Oh, was he into it? You can't imagine about banana slugs. I mean, all about how they mate and how they function, how they eat and they function and what, how you can learn from them. You know, as I said, if you want to be able to dive in, you can't just know how. You've got to feel the whole picture to dive in, like we spoke about a few weeks ago. You want to learn Torah, it's, it, it's, it's a whole thing. I mean, if you want to live a life, you need to be misplaining on, on the beauty of talking about brachas, how you say a bracha correctly. Well, if you want to understand yourself, it's not just like, you know, sometimes they have like these programs, your personality type, I'm blue eyes, I like ice cream, I don't like this, blah, 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 and this is your personality, right? Like, that doesn't go. That's, that, I mean, it may, it's some algorithm at some level, but if you want to be misplaining, you got to really be in touch with yourself. You got to see how, what we, how we walk, yeshvim, what makes us tick, right? Mine, and what and and what does it mean that this makes? Now that not just if I have this reaction. What does that mean about me? That this is that this I have. First, you have to know what happens, and now you got to know why does that happen. Why, why am I excited when I hear about banana slugs, and why am I not excited when I hear about banana slugs? Right? Why, when I get a little sleep or a lot of sleep, how come I'm sad on cold days or hot days? Why, why do I love Gemara and I don't love Musr? Or why do I love Musr and not like Gemara? Why do I like the Daven long, but I like to say Bracha Shorbi? It's not just what I do. It's, not, it's why I'm doing things. Right? And to understand why, why am I doing these things and, and, and what, the, what the significance of that is. Um, and, not, and then, after the why, it's what part of me is in, in, invested in this or... or Effective us. What do we talk about? You know, what's, what, what, ticks, what makes us, what excites us? Uh, and what character things? Where does it come out? It says, Sefer Yashar is, is attributed to Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam was uh, the greatest of the Bali Taisvis. Right, he was a grandson of, of, of Rashi, and it's in uh, in in Sefer Yasha B'Moifish Shmon Esar on how the soul works. This is what he says. Rabbi Tam says, "Anu Rayim, 
A soul, our souls, can learn about everything in this world. And above what it can absorb from all of this world, is something above it can understand itself. And to have self-knowledge is the highest level of knowledge. Right? To have a self-gauge is the highest nef- uh, knowledge you get. Uvedas zois, more than any banana slug, or DNA strand, or quantum physics, which are all very amazing, or of course historical evidence, archaeological evidence, more than any Bible codes, whether they're true, right? More than any Talmudic analysis, right? More than anything else, this is how you get close to Hashem. This is how you get close to Hashem. By understanding yourself, who, uh, when we were born, we're mamish like a behemoth, like an animal. Hey, we don't, little babies, they have to, the parents clean them up. They don't, they don't, how much does a, a, a six month old think? A two month old, their brains aren't, it's, it's, it's very, eat me, eat and drink. That's basically, sleep, eat, baby, babies have, Basically, you know, they start to learn. They're quick learners. When they're first born, they're completely physical. Right? They have a deep, they have a big soul. But a, a, you go to a two-week-old baby, ah, eight, thirty. Uh, uh, it's a, it's a whole existence is that way. And as a kid gets older, open this eyes, starts to get the world, starts being excited about things. Can't get articulated. Um, and as it gets das. As a child develops, it has a mile of a behemoth. And if it becomes brilliant, thought out, the chasm between a human being and a behemoth is night and day. There's no comparison to an animal. There's no, there's no comparison. And if you start thinking about Hashem, that's, you'll be greater, geometrically greater. And if you think about das atzmo, you can understand yourself, you'll have all of the powers of your soul. He says that Rav Huttner, I have a picture in my house, one of my favorite pictures is the following picture. It's a picture of Rav Huttner, who's a Shiva of Chaim Berlin, one of the biggest, deepest thinkers, actually, Eve Eljas, who's like, like Smach Shava, and he's here, he's telling me he's learning Rav Huttner right now. Mm-hmm. Rav Huttner, Shiva of Chaim Berlin, who's a the big buck in the morale, he dances with Rav Volvo. Rav Volvo is very close to Rav Huttner. I have a picture of him dancing at a, at a wedding at my house. It's like a great picture. Uh, I, like, I think of that picture. I, th- I see that dance. I think, like, how much depth was in that dance? Like, how deep and great these individuals, like, giants are. So he says that Rufutner told him the following thing. Th- heard the following thing. He was once by the Ultimus Slobodka. Ultimus Slobodka, Nassim Svi Finkel, was a teacher of the greatest Tamide Chachamim in the 20th century, of Rabbi Aaron Cutler, Shiva Lakewood, of Yaakov Kamenetsky, of Shiva Tervedas, of Rufutner, of Shiva Chamberlain. A Rav Shach, uh, Yeshiva Panovich, a Rav Dava Liwitz, the founder of the Chavetz Chaim Yeshivas, a Rav Ruderman, the founder of, of Nei Yisrael, Vechulei Vechulei, right? And he's once, by the altar, somebody who's by his older students, and he's saying out loud to himself that our soul is greater than the angels. Listen to this, let me say the following thing. Shim yesh la'adam gilei ba'atzmo, means our soul is greater Right? Then angels, 
you know, can you imagine if Eliyahu Navi would come and tell you something? In a Giloy Eliyahu, the concept called Giloy Eliyahu, Eliyahu could tell you something. Wouldn't you love Eliyahu Navi to tell you that? Imagine Eliyahu Navi telling you, do this, do, don't do that. So he said, if you can have a revelation from your own soul, that's better than Eliyahu Navi coming and telling you that. It's even greater. If you can understand the depth of your soul, if you can be in touch with yourself, your own soul, not an external person telling you, even Eliyahu Navi, but you're in touch with yourself. It's greater than Eliyahu. Ah, however, kamakasha, how difficult. It's like gila gila so to really come to fruition on ourselves. Kama ani oyavim laramas atzmenu. Right? How often do we trick ourselves, fool ourselves? Ulahadik atzmenu, the chomashanu oisim adam b'chashu. We just say oh, what I'm doing is fine, good to go, or we don't think about it. Even if you learn Musr, if you're actually learning a book, it's very challenging to be challenging to yourself, to be, to be cruel to yourself, quote-unquote. To take off the mask. You know, to take off the mask. Somebody asked me recently about a person I was helping who, is, who, who lost a relative, not someone from San Jose. And they say, how are they doing? I said, they're a good actress. <laughs> Because I happen to know, to some extent, they're not doing that well, but they're an actress. You understand? Now, I don't even have a real picture because an actress is an actress. But we're all good actors and actresses. We put on shows. Like, who are we really? Who are we really? Not the show we put on, not the, the front that's given to others and to ourselves. To ourselves. We also fool ourselves. It's not, not just others. We fool ourselves the most. Um... Likros, to pull off the mask. You can truly look at yourself. Even the first Tanai is It's to, to spend time, to put time. To, I'll tell you the truth. I, I opened the Sefer at about 7.45 just to look at what we're going to be speaking about tonight. So about 8.05, 8.10, I finished what I was looking to look at. I said, I didn't go for a walk today, this whole after- afternoon, I, I, I taught in the era. So I drove home, drove my car home, and I walked back here. I, wanted to be, I have to get to walk back now. Because right? I want to be able to think tonight. When I, my, my, the walk here was, it's, you know, when I walk back, I can go slow. I can think over my day. I mean, actually, I read this, like, you know what? I didn't do this the whole day. Like, you know, usually I can go for a walk and I can think. You know, if I really had time today, I go on the, I been going to, I recently haven't been able to do this, but I've been going on the path in the lake just to think over things I want to think about and I'll walk on the, from my house to Las Vegas Creek and walk to show that way. But, but, but to spend time, even better, if I, you know, to despite it, not to see people, like we don't know the path, like you have to, you have to see the homeless people sometimes, you know, the joggers, what's well, see the show folks, you know, but to think just to yourself, you want to open up the path to your soul, you need to be able to talk to yourself, to hear yourself without all of the buzz, without all of it. No, and by the way, the best way is leave the, the phone. Get rid of the crack phone, right? Don't bring it with you. If they look at your emails, you can't think that way. So here, take a phone call in the middle, 
Like, get rid of that. That's not how you think. Really, be able to think. Um, I, I heard, what was this guy's name? Simon Sinek. Anyone know Simon Sinek? He has, he has um, I read his book a few years ago, um, The Why. He, was like a, he's pessim, he's, he has a TED Talk with, I think, 10 million people saw this. Uh, look at Simon Sinek, what, he wrote, what was his book? S-I-N-E-K. So, what, what would I be using to look him up? I'm giving you a special uh, leniency. A uh, special pattern to do this? Exactly. Uh, so Simon Sinek he said an unbelievable thing. He says when he goes out with his friends, the rule is they all have to leave their phones at home. Otherwise, it's not an outing. These are all guy busy guys, and they're, they're, they're all, you know, you, you want to be able to think, leave the phone, close it, close it, close, close it, right? If you, uh, the Tanai Rishon, to being able to be in touch with yourself is spending time thinking about yourself. Um, I wrote B'nai Adam, listen to what he says. You know, wrote B'nai Adam, Borchem Habedidas. You found it? What am I looking to find? S-I-S, Simon, what's the book? Oh, the name of this book. It's a major book. Okay, my glasses on, I'm going to be I'm going to have to look in a different place. Just look at his Wikipedia page. No, that's not where I look for the book. Now that I, I know what I'm trying to find. Okay. I'm going to tell you something unbelievable. My house, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like a spy. I'm like at the cross currents. You know where I live is actually, a lot of people pass by, like, you know. So I see the ladies going to the, to, to the creek. And a lot of them have uh, partners. They walk, they walk with people. There's nothing wrong, but it'd be much better if once in a while you do it yourself. Right? People are baruch and meabedidis. They don't like to be alone. You know, leadership. No, that's no, a different person. No. Oh, start with why. Start with why, yeah. Start with why. Available on Amazon. Start with why. He, he has a TED talk. Start, start with, with why. why. Know why you're, you're doing his, his book was why. Start with the why. You should, he basically says that for successful companies don't have a what. They have a why in life. There's a why of everything. He uses Apple, for example. Apple wasn't a computer company. It was, it was their why was to change how people think. Right, so he basically started with that. That was, that was his book. How great leaders inspire everyone to take action. Yeah, okay. But the point is, Simon Sinek, you know, one of, he says, he, this is true, they leave their phones behind. You want to have time with your friends, you do that. Have it with yourself. Right? You want to be able to, so he says, people are borchamebedidas. People run away from being alone. The, ka, the kasher pama matzav, once in a while, they're forced to it. Hemergishim shimon. They feel bored. You know, bored. Now, I remember when I was a teenager. When I was a teenager, like when I was 14, if I had no friends around, I was bored. Right? I was bored. You get bored. Like, when you're a kid, you have friends. You know, bored. You get bored. But, but this, for an adult, yeah, an adult, if you can be bored when you're with yourself, you're very far from yourself. Which means if you need to be able to have time by yourself, you know, real time is without any electronics, without any people, just to talk to yourself, to understand yourself. What makes you tick? What are you, what are you excited about? What do you want from me? What's your why? What's your why? What's your, what's your dream? What's your, what's your problems? What's, how am I going to work it out? You know, why, why, why have I been getting sad or upset? Or, or, or how am I going to improve on it? Maybe take me five years, but how am I going to improve on it? You know, what, what, how can I be functioning better? 
you know, you know, I can appreciate the trees when I'm walking and I'm thinking about the trees. I can see nature. Wow, God, it's an amazing world you have over here. Just even to do that, when you're around people, you don't even see the beauty of life, right? But it's certainly to yourself to, to to be able to. If you if you get bored when you're alone, it means you you don't even know who you are. That doesn't mean we have to be alone for. It means have to be able to spend time by yourself without a clicker. Without a book, without radio, or even listening to a sheer. It means just you. Just you. Nothing else. This you can have greater than Gilo Eliyahu if you're able to do this. It's important to teach yourself. First of all, you got to learn Musa every day. At least 10 minutes of Musa every day. We have to learn muster every day. Man and woman. Now, man and woman. Men and woman. This is a woman's class. I don't know, in case any man sneak and listen to this class, I'm putting that on there. So, right? Right? You have to learn it with Nisal Sesharim. It could be Chavos Lavavos. could be Chavetz Chaim. could be some of the more English books that they have today. To do it. And then and at least once a week. And the best time is Shabbos. Shabbos. Because it's to spend a half hour just with ourselves. Nobody else. He says it's difficult at first and it takes a while to get used to it. But we need it for our souls. Our neshamas, our souls, need the time for our souls. Our sages give us two... Yes? Especially on Shabbos, was that 30 minutes to ourselves or was that a mystery? 30 minutes to the best time is Shabbos. What happens if you have an, have an expanded soul? And you know, I, I'll tell you, my best learning of the week is on Shabbos. My best learning. It's not just that Shabbos. I text. I don't have any distractions. I don't. Have, I can't. I don't even have a. No one could call me. <coughs> right? I don't have to think about being called. I don't have to think about writing something down or doing an email. Or, I don't have to think about it. <coughs> Shabbos is an amazing gift, by the way. An amazing gift. Um, our sages gave us two beautiful pieces of advice to save ourselves from S-I-N ponder cogitate three things and you won't come to sin if you think about what's above you and I that see it's like everything you do is videotaped and everything that you say is recorded, right? Today everything is videotaped and recorded. Everything, be very careful. All everything you do is going to be written down. Also, another statement in us. <coughs> think about three things, okay? Uh, know from where you came, and where you're going, and who you're going to give judgment to. Where does every human being come from? From a putrid drop of semen. And where are you going? Place of maggots and words. Worms and who are you going to give judgment to? Hakadosh Baruch to the King of Kings. He's explaining this. 
when you contemplate when you feel it, right? His is much closer to us. It's it's much closer because why is that? Because you see that human beings, how we come from, where we go, right? You can you can see it through our eyes. Every human dies. We've been to cemeteries. We know how babies are born or, or conceived. We should say. Uh, Right, it, 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 it's easier. It's something. But the MS is, in general, our lives is chutadak. Right, we're always, always a very thin line in life. Ben leida mothers between birth and death. You just see um, uh, as you're always thinking about death and you're always thinking about where you come from always where you're going to it's, what happens in life is a little kid never thinks about death so what do, what, do, what do young people do? they waste a lot of time because they're never seeing death and, and older people never think where they came from. You know, you know it's we forget. We, we don't focus on where we're not. Where we're not. Where we're not. Where we're not holding. See, because you always have to see yourselves in all directions: where you're coming, where you're going, what's above, what's below. Don't just be think about where you are at the moment. Where are you going in life? What's going to be with you in life? Where are you going to end up in life? You know, someone recently came to me on a life decision about where they should end up, and they're like. I, what, you know, it's not a person from San Jose. It's a person from a different city. I said, you know, you have to think about your, not in five years, but if you're going to that place, what's going with you in 15 years? You know? <laughs> you're making a decision. It's like, what's, what's the future with that? You know? I told, I told someone, said they wanted to move to a certain place. I said, the place is on a mountain. I'm like, what do you do when you're not 20 years old? And 10 years from now, you're going to be climbing up and down a mountain. How are you going to handle that? Right? Well, that's a simple thing, by the way. I didn't have to think for more than two seconds to, to really think about that. But in life, we make decisions that are a lot more important than climbing up and down a mountain. Where, where is this going to lead to us? How are we going to go? What do I really, you know, what do I really like? You know, sometimes we, I had a relative who ended up taking, going to school. Excuse me. Going to school for having really been thought out. It was something to do with their hands. Like people like working with their hands. I mean, you think, but it was easy, it was convenient, you know. You think about what's going to be with you. Someone's going to do law, a young lady. Um, so I said to this young lady, Excuse me. I said to this young lady um, that you, you think it's glorious, you can't have a family with that kind of stuff. It doesn't work that way. I mean, right now, it doesn't make a difference for you. But if you want to work for a big law firm, you're living in la-la land. I mean, I'm, I'm complete la-la land to think that if you're going to be a mother of children and you're going to work 12 hours a day, it's not going to happen. Right? You're not going to, be able, you're going to push it off forever. It's not happening that way. But, you know, you're thinking for the moment, and right now she's not thinking about children. She's 20 years old, or 18 years old, or whatever. But what's going to be in the future? Right? So when we're thinking about ourselves, feeling one decision, we've got to see ourselves in all directions. Where are we coming from? 
Where do we all come from? From a, tea, from a putrid shop? Where do we all end up? In the, in the grave. Where, what's above Hashem? What's below? Um, the You can't just look at it in a prism. And by the way, to understand ourselves, you know, we got to understand who we are, where we come from, what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, what, what, what our dreams are. Otherwise, we're scattered around. I'm telling you, sometimes I get questions, and I think to myself, like, I know you better than you know yourself. You're being, you're, you're delusional. You know, you're delusional. It's like you're another person like telling me they don't like blood, but they want to be a doctor. You know, like, but they want to be a doctor. What? So, so why do they be a doctor? They want the fame, or they want the the parnasa, the, the career. But you don't like blood, right? So what are you what are you thinking about? So, but if it's possible, if you're just thinking about the moment, you can make a very poor decision, right? Where, where some some decisions are much more critical, like who you marry, major life decisions, and where you live, where you, what your career is, and a few other things like that. Some decisions just are angling ourselves in life, right? But you need to be able to see a complete picture. Um, and the only way you'll be really successful, not only in the material decisions, but in the spiritual connection, is to stock with me, I am Bano, to know where we came from, where we're going in life, where we, what are, how we're... Ex- Obligated on all of our actions, thoughts, and things, uh, which he says we'll discuss in in, the, in his marocha called Chaim, but the, the the journey called life, <laughs> the journey of life. He has a whole whole section on the journey of life. perek to, to finish this perek about his bonus, you should know that means his bonus being a, 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 a contemplative person who's able to totally, completely think about. Other people about blessings, about nature, about Hashem, about uh, about the world is minas asho makes a person wealthy, spiritually wealthy. Misha if you if you merit to be a contemplative person, niftach lefanav There's a whole world, not just banana slugs. There's genes. There's brachos. There's tefillah. You know when you're misplaced tefillah, it's like, prayer is amazing, tilim is amazing, Torah is, is boundless. You're misplaced on your family, on, on your friends, on helping people, on people's pain. There's real human emotions you can be misplaced, and you're misplaced on yourself, on, like on who you are. To understand you, it's an amazing thing to know yourself and to be in touch with yourself. The rest of Om Kom Shalayan and Rabbi, you don't, you, you're. You, to be oimek, to, to, to ponder, to, to stop and think about many things in this life. Many, many things in this world. In a healthy ba- fashion. There's nothing. I'm, I'm telling you, not a, 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 a banana sloth. I can't believe I heard about banana sloth. Shabbos. Not a banana sloth. And not uh, you know, the most sophisticated scientific breakthrough. Nothing which is small. Nothing that can't be appreciated, right? Nothing, you know. You ever see when when a kid first starts to talk? Ooh, the parents, the mothers, his, his little arms start to talk yet. Yeah. You, did you ooh and ah? Babble. Every babble is precious, right? And when they crawl, does he crawl? It's amazing, right? Yeah. And when he, the first time he stands, forget about it. Roaring applause, mamish, unbelievable. Because right? when you have a little kid, you're misplaced. Like everything is amazing, 
right? That's what really life could be. It's like an amazing, you ever see a, a mother joyful for everything? It's like an amazing thing. It's an amazing yeah, yeah. It's an amazing, it's an amazing reality to be able to misplay it. Umadal, you could be in touch to see how amazing a world is. It's a different, you know, you have electric pumping through your blood. Of how awesome and amazing everything is. It doesn't mean oh, it's always sweet and cheery <laughs> and pleasant, but, but 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 there's so much awesome things in this world that it, that. Even when things are less pleasant, we all have days and kufas and periods that are less pleasant. You're still able to see the amazing things around you, right? Uh, and appreciate what, what they are. And not, you know, you see, you see a person like today, a person gets an athlete's foot. And, oh, I'm so depressed. And I'm serious. I mean, like it's small things. Sometimes big things. But there's small things. They have so many amazing things around them. And you see this person like, ah, ah, I can't really be appreciate. All of the blessings of the world, of life in general, and their own life in specific. Umadal va'ani, how impoverished, poor is a person that goes blind in this world. Kiver right? Not to be thinking about, not to be pondering about the beauty of nature, the the the, the gift of being a Jew, the the the, the gifts of it, having water to chocolate, chocolates to water, right? Uh, uh, yeah, it helped to be in touch with our soul, what, what motivates us, what, what, what makes us tick, right? Uh, we aren't even affected by things. We're, not, we're just like, 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 again, you look at a human being as so mar- much more ahead of, of an animal. Right? But that's a human being who's in touch with all of the, the, the realities of, of, of things. Boras, he says, see at the end of Parshas Kisavo. It says, Ushmarta mistivri habres hazais. Vasisim osam. At the end of Parshas Kisavo, Hashem says, follow the covenants. Do them. Lamantaskilu es koshetasin. You'll be successful in all your ways. Follow the Torah. You'll be successful always. The Targum Yushami, which is the time of, of the Mishnah, the Targum says, the, the Ta'a, what? The last Pasuk, the last verse in Kisavo. It says in Targum Yushami, is Sa'avdun Yasun Min Biglaut Hitisbonin Komedis Avdin. You will be successful and you will acquire what you need because you've contemplated everything you need to do because you've thought out everything you need to do right you've, you, you've pondered right again imagine a company where a CEO doesn't think where they want to go how are they going to be successful if you want to be the successful person you need to be misplaced about yourself you need to be about the things that make you work um, the purpose of Torah is to get us to think about all of our actions all of our deeds. To appreciate, not to forget to be a thinking, contemplative person. And as he mentioned, the best way and the most important way to do this is to take time to yourself with nobody else. Just you and your most precious possession. You and your soul. And if you do that, and we take the time to think the things, we can be in touch with the highest level of knowledge that we could possibly be. 
the knowledge of who we are. Okay, we'll hold it.